0: Hey podcast, uh, the Gary V. challenge. Hashtag GaryVee challenge. That's right, I put out the huge deck. How many pages was that, 270? The, the, the deck I put out on my birthday uh, is out there now and now I'm scared. Why am I scared? Because people love consuming information but they hate doing the things in the information. So we're doing the Gary V. challenge. Hashtag Gary V. challenge. What does that mean? I am now challenging you, my audience, to make content at scale. Use the hashtag Challenge in Facebook, in Instagram, in Twitter, in LinkedIn so that we can find your stuff and I'm gonna pick some winners in January of the people that have gone out and actually made, making, contextually making, making at scale. Please go do that. Go check it out. Looking forward to it. Please enter. Doing always is better than reading. This is the Gary Vee Audio Experience. What's up guys and welcome back. For today's episode, we have a mashup between two keynotes and a sit down that Gary did about parenting and how you have to make the sacrifices. So make sure to hit them up, and let them know what you thought, and I hope you enjoy. This is what continues to baffle me. Gary, I wanna build something, you know, I wanna leave my job that I don't like, and I, I wanna start this side hustle around Star Trek or, or soccer or cooking, but I don't have time to post on TikTok too. I just will never be able to figure that out. Unless you're working and you're with your family 20 hours a day, 18 hours a day, you do have time. You're just not willing to sacrifice the time or the energy that's needed to actually have a life that is based on your own terms. We are, a word I have not used historically that I'm starting to use, is sacrifice. I'm fascinated by people's inability to sacrifice luxuries. Gary, I don't have money, but I buy $7 Starbucks. You don't need a $7 coffee. Right? You don't need a $12 scrunchie. Like, you don't need an $80 hoodie. You don't need it. You're more than welcome to have it, but please don't come to me and cry that you don't have money for Facebook ads when you buy dumb shit. And so I think about that. I think about it a lot. And so these are the themes I'm thinking about. I think it's never, ever, ever, ever been a better time to build a business or to build something for yourself than right this second. It has never existed. This is the, right now, as we're in here, this is the single best time ever. Because the internet continues to grow in its scale, which means nobody's actually stopping you. The internet's the offset to bad behavior by humans. It is. There's no gatekeeper. There's nobody who's making a prejudice decision, a sexist decision, nobody's stopping you from signing an account on TikTok or LinkedIn or Facebook or YouTube and making. Nobody. It really is the great equalizer. I was having a conversation with somebody over the weekend at the football game and they're like, man, it's crazy how many of these female rappers are popping. Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi, you know, like everyone, like a lot of them are winning. Sweetie, I'm like, it's not confusing. The industry only allowed one woman to be on top 15 years ago when they had control. Now the internet has control. There's no confusion. This was always the way it should have been. And so, but, but and I think we can all agree, but politically there's this understanding of suppression and things of that nature. People are confused. The internet isn't playing within the ecosystem that we live. They're not. And so, to me, that's inspirational. That's amazing. It's crazy to me that we all have these at By the way, you may be confused, that's my story. The way I present myself, the way I roll, the education I had, the way I curse, the, the ideas I have, the establishment never believed in them. No internet, no me. Wall Street Journal wasn't gonna be writing about me. And so, I think that if you leave with anything tonight, that the second you actually truly start realizing that if you don't have the success you want, that that's you, the second you actually genuinely stop blaming anything, and the second you start taking on 100 accountability, is the second you start getting happy, for real. What I'm really excited about, especially with such a young crowd, is thinking about the young entrepreneurs in here who I want to talk to. Uh, To me, the fact that you're even here, whether you wanted to be here or your parents dragged you out, you know, (laughs) is something I think a lot about. You know, I think, you know, I'm so grateful for entrepreneurship. You know, one of the things that, one of the things about starting a YouTube channel and not having a lot of views or trying to sell some slime and only selling zero you know on your Shopify one of the things that the kids in this room don't understand yet is that no and losing are their best friends 100% I unfortunately and this is just the truth kids in this room you're growing up in a time where grown-ups want to stop you from feeling losses and pain more than ever because Truthfully, our, we've now lived through 70 years of prosperity and our parents can actually spend time worrying about that stuff instead of putting food on the table. But not to get too heady here, if for the kids in this room, the number one thing about starting a business or trying to build a profile is that you're gonna lose a lot. A lot of people are gonna leave comments that you stink, that you should stop, and you're not good. You're gonna try to sell something and nobody's gonna buy it. I think back to one story I never tell that I just got inspired to tell in this room, just remembered, was I actually sold stuff door to door a lot more as a kid than I remembered. I just thought about it the other day. I used to just find things in my house that might have not even been mine. And I used to just walk around Edison, New Jersey <laughs> ringing people's doorbells and asking them if they wanted to buy it. I was, <laughs> Do you want to buy this weird T-shirt or this pencil? <laughs> And when, you, when you're selling ridiculous stuff that nobody wants outside of the one person every 50 homes that just thought you were a cute kid and gave you a dollar, you just got a lot of no's. And, and one of the reasons I think so many people are struggling and are unhappy in their early 20s is we're coming into a place where people are hitting their 20s that were parented of a generation that tried to overprotect. And, and I think losing is awesome. Because you deserved it. Means somebody was better than you. And that's good for you to know because that's real life. That's how it's gonna be. And I think getting somebody to say no is awesome. Because that's real life. It doesn't mean you suck. It means what you tried to do right now didn't work. And I think that we have to have a much bigger conversation around that and I'm happy a lot of you are listening to it right now because it's very real. Because I will tell you, kids, and parents for that matter, that I sit up here tonight extremely happy because I was losing so much and got so many noses as a kid. Because now that I'm a grown up, it doesn't scare me. And unfortunately for a lot of grown ups, it continues to scare them. They cared about what kids in high school thought about their dress, they cared about opinions, and they were overprotected and it made them incapable. I really believe in the zoo animal thing. We go to the Central Park, Bronx Zoo right now and release those animals into their natural habitat, they're dead in 10 seconds. And I think we have to be very thoughtful for the parents in this room, especially who brought their kids tonight, you have to let them lose. No, fake, fake environments are destroying their actual confidence. It's true. It's the great disservice of parenting Eliminate merit and the truth from your kids. So, I I really like entrepreneurship for that. You know, my mom didn't micromanage, she let me live, which means the the system said no to me a lot. I did a lot of card shows that I didn't do well on. I had a lot of bad things happen. You know, when I was 13, 40 year old dudes were ripping me off, you know, because they just imposed their old man will on me and scared me. Like, all sorts of stuff happened, all of which allow me the great luxury to be in front of you tonight. I come here to remind you that there's only one thing you can do. The only thing you can do that can trump the moment mommy and daddy had sex to make you. The only thing that can trump that, the only thing that can trump your DNA, the only thing that is controllable, if you want it, if you want this, is work. it is it's the only tangible and by the way i don't know if you guys have noticed i've stopped even and it's funny given the name of the conference i've started i've started using the word work more than the word hustle just because i want everybody to understand what we're really talking about here if you've got a big mouth and a lot of you do here search the hashtag and a lot of you say ceo founder owner i call that big mouth if you've got the audacity to do it and and so many of you've heard this from me. When I audit you, and I do, cuz I'm curious. It's how I learn. People talk a big game. I especially love when somebody hits me up on social like Gary V, you're going to buy the Jets, I'm going to buy the Rams. You know? <laughs> you know, everybody is buying a sports team, and I love and I love to look at what that person does. And and then I'll DM that person and be like, "Yo, bro, nobody, nobody, unless they were a trust fund baby." ever bought the Rams when they go skiing for a week when they're 24. (laughs) Nobody you know, nobody you know, nobody you know has become successful outside of it being given to them from their family. Nobody you know has actually created success without working their face off. It doesn't exist. So you can sit and talk about luck, and you can sit and talk about this, that, or the other thing, but I promise you, the only controllable thing you have is your work ethic. So, going back to the beginning of my talk, you need to deploy serious, serious self-awareness and figure out who you are. I implore you to start matching your work ethic and your actions to your mouth. If you're gonna be a billionaire, You need to realize that most people that create billion dollars worth of wealth don't do anything besides work every single day of their 20s and 30s. All of them. Every person that works at VaynerMedia has taken more vacations in the last 13 months than I did in my entire 20s and early 30s. My family went on two family vacations my entire childhood. I was married to my wife for five years before we had a family, we took two vacations. It's the price you have to pay if you want it at the level that I want it at. And by the way, I advise nobody to want it at that level. (laughs) I'm being dead serious. This is a very true statement that I think most of you will not believe but I'm telling you it's the goddamn truth. If there was a drug that could take some ambition out, I would take it. It is so extreme. It is all in. The reason I started Daily V was to remind you that I'm outworking you. That when you talk and you're trying to figure it out, when you're trying to say you're gonna be like me, I want you to see it. I want you to see every other day 5 a.m. I want you to see every day midnight. All of that. Every day. Always. Forever. We do not live in an accountable world right now. Everything is somebody else's fault, and we need to recorrect that. Because when you think somebody else controls shit, you're unhappy. Right. I'm happy because I don't think Instagram owns me. I think I own Instagram. Damn right. The second you think Instagram owns you, you're like, fuck the machine, the fucking, you know, the government. the, The people get fucking on tilt. My parents, like people, shit on their parents in my DM. I reply simply, are Are you taking money from them? Yeah, but I'm like, no, yeah, but. Do not shit on your parents if you're on their fucking payroll. Yeah. If you're 26 and your parents pay for your Uber, you can't (laughs) say shit about them. Shut the fuck up. I love it. My parents are making me do, I'm like, move, move the fuck out of your home. But how do I live? I'm like, live shitty. Yeah. Either live cozy on your parents' rules because they pay for that shit or live shitty with your three homies and not in Hoboken, in Harrison, in a shittier apartment, because that's what you can afford. People are like, no, but Gary Vee, people got mad at me yesterday, because I said some shit like if you, as long as your parents are paying, you're not a man. Oh, people got hurt. He's like, oh fuck. My parents pay for my Equinox. You know, like like people are people are out here trying to like act like they're somebody. They're like a fucking startup CEO on Instagram, but their mommy's paying for their fucking Uber or their fucking apartment, and they're mad when their parents are like, yo, maybe you should give up on the, on your startup and maybe go to law school. And they're, like, fuck you, mom, you don't trust my <laughs> dreams. Motherfucker, you got dreams. Pay for your own fucking dreams. Yeah. And if and your, your own parents Uber. are paying for your life. Follow what the fuck they want. You better go to fucking school. Wow, no doubt. I and that is honestly the first time that I've ever heard somebody say, when you're talking about addiction to the apps. Listen, that is deflecting responsibility. A hundred percent. The algorithms are getting me addicted. They're planning. They want this to happen. That is so true. And that's the first time I've heard it. And, and bro, let it. me tell you about that. Everybody wants to blame them. Let me open up your Explore right now on your Instagram. If you got booty girls there, that's what you want to see. Mm.